This episode of Real Life Sci-Fi is brought to you by Epic Reads and the new sci-fi fantasy Heart of Iron by Ashley Poston. New York Times bestselling author Victoria Schwab says Heart of Iron delivers a delightful cast and non-stop thrills. The pages flew by and I couldn't put it down. Don't miss this epic adventure perfect for fans of Six of Crows and Firefly. Pick up Heart of Iron today. Available now wherever books and audiobooks are sold. Do you do audiobooks? I tried, but the one that I tried to listen to was too quiet, and I was cooking. (laughs) Hey everybody, welcome to Real Life Sci-Fi with Wade and Willie. I'm Wade. I'm Willie. This is the podcast where we talk about conspiracy theories and ghosts and uh, Bigfoot and aliens and UFOs. And that's all. <laughs> really? How are you? Uh, I'm good. I, you know, what's funny? I've been I've been I've had a tired headache for a couple weeks now. It's like I'm not getting enough sleep, but I'm doing fine. Uh, what's a t- <laughs> how, what's different of a headache? What's a tired headache feel like? It's like I've probably slept three to four hours last night from just waking up so much and like so i feel like i have a headache but it doesn't hurt this is that thing where your eyes like hurt if you move them you ever get that i guess that's mostly when i'm sick i get that or yeah i remember that no this is more like uh it feels like there's a spot just behind my eyes that just aches (laughs) i'm sorry Um, today our guest is our, our, our friend and documentary filmmaker, Justin Johnson. He also has a podcast called Don't Know Squat About. I guess you can find it on iTunes. Yeah, just search Don't Know Squat About. Don't Know Squat About dot com as well. We'll get you there. Thanks for being here, man. Yeah, I'm a longtime uh, follower of the show. I'm excited to do my wow scale. And I'm, I've also, ever since I was a kid, was just like... <laughs> Uh, like was an obsessive listener to Coast to Coast AM, and I oh, feel like sweet. that was yeah. like a gateway for like a lot of kids uh, growing up in the '90s and stuff. Just listening to that till like the wee I hours. I wish I had that when I was a kid, you know. Yeah, yeah it was a little. Bef- was it you just didn't listen to it? I or didn't, before I your didn't time? know how to find. Things. I don't know if you didn't we have AM had radio. <laughs> well, was it everywhere? Because like, how did how did everybody know about it? At the it was same syndicated time? AM radio show. It was like so. the only thing on the radio that was like live you know like but that why, was, why how would you ever even switch over to am and like find it i have no idea that's a good i know because it was also on during weird hours it really wasn't weird. just on it's i like, was like a night owl when i was a kid and so i just feel like just through that and probably just through early just internet bumbling around the internet in, in the 90s I oh, found wait, that's right wait, i mean you have to remember we didn't have the internet as yeah. kids. did you did you guys listen to dr demento no mm. Because I used to, but it was hard to find. And uh, that's how I found out about, that's why, I mean, that's how I found out about Weird Al and Dead Milkman. Oh, that's right. That That's why it's familiar, because of Weird Al. Yeah, I just was, I don't know, I just was super into the topic, and it just was, it was that thing, like, because it went, in, uh, in growing up in Wisconsin, like, it was, I think it went to, like, four in the morning. So, because yeah. I just was a night owl, it was, like, a thing to listen to where you just, once you started on the topic, it was hard to stop listening because you just wanted to know kind of what would be revealed about like oh there's pyramids on mars or it's just all this stuff that you just never you never encountered in your day-to-day existence in like wisconsin like the most 
ordinary fucking place. Yeah. <laughs> it, have you ever listened to that show, Wade? No. Like basically, you'd hate it. They, <laughs> they, they have a crazy, a crazy person come on and tell whatever their story is, right? And then they also accept calls. So it just gets nuts, up. but it's great. <laughs> it's amazing. It's like conspiracy theory church. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the worst thing about conspiracy theories: is just people talking themselves into shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, because <sighs> someone can call up and say anything, and then other people will be like, "You know what I heard? I heard on the radio this," and it's like, "Yeah, well, yeah," and they treat that as fact. Yeah, I could see. I know what you're saying. They're very. Op- I feel like I like the fact they'll take anyone and like listen with an open mind i think that was always kind of it it wasn't like someone who's just kind of bloviating like no you're an idiot it's like they'll always just accept what they're saying and just kind of go with it um and so once you listen to enough i think what's fun about this kind of thing is you create your own patchwork of theories that you honestly it's the same as like religion you know you create what you believe from that sort of a thing and so i have my own like little patchwork from all these different and at the end of the day it's like this stuff doesn't affect your your day to day life. It doesn't affect how you interact with other people. Like you can believe totally no, weird stuff, and it's completely like <laughs> I know you're not doing it to, right, bro. Oh, I guess. Oh, God, I should be more militant in my. So I mean, you're just gonna be a ten on the wow scale. I, I'm I'm anticipating it. Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> I'll try to be like you know a little more skeptical, but no, I just I'm no, I'm not trying to be nothing. Um. Well, let's get into it then. So first one's a three-part question. Do you believe in aliens? If so, do you believe that they've ever been on Earth? If so, have they been on Earth in the last, like, 300 years? Uh, I say definitely yes to all those. And <laughs> I think that we are actually aliens from Mars. I, I, I so could get into the Mars We count as aliens. Story. I don't but think here's we're the thing. Earth. All right. How, okay. Well, how does that work? Because we have ancestors we have different species ancestors yeah so did we 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 scorched mars i'm assuming we fucked it up yeah we fucked it up yeah then we came here we had the technology to come here and then what we we, yeah i mean it's like one i guess i guess one of my favorite theories is that like we're basically like a like a hybrid uh slave race that came like other better aliens because we shouldn't be like we shouldn't be in charge of ourselves clearly i think we've shown that over and over again like yeah. we shouldn't have the keys <laughs> it's like giving a monkey machine gun like like there aren't any other yeah. animals that masturbate all day <laughs> is there yeah don't uh, yes, dolphins absolutely. dolphins yeah that's I think it so probably seals I feel like there are ones that do that, but uh, monkeys uh, definitely do. Monkeys do for sure. You know, sure. there's this great, uh, there's this, there's this new thing. I don't know how new it is, but there's this kid that uh, I think he's 21 now, but that claimed that he was from Mars. He was born on Mars, and he's a, a you know, an indigo ch- child, and he's having a soul experience here. And What's indigo child? They're blue. It's um um. The, oh, that's right. They're on the spectrum blue. of the uh, what's that called? The the aura spectra. They're they're the indigo color because that's uh, the 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 chakra or i mean the color associated to being connected to what i always say the universe you know like uh psychic powers and stuff like that a lot of indigo children can see ghosts and dead relatives and stuff wow uh this so yeah sure they can yeah. this, this kid says that he talk he i like how you're just like oh wow <laughs> i know right after i did that i was like oh damn i'm just being too open-minded now because even the aura stuff i know that they're like that's that's just like gases that come naturally off those aura photos. But you, you yeah, are yeah, creating yeah. a little field, you know, of energy. 
So there is that I can buy, but the photography I know is the like photography is weird to me. Yes. It's weird to me also, yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, so this kid was like, "Oh yeah," talking about his life on Mars and that they nuked themselves, you know, and that they're here now. But uh, I, but he was saying that life on Earth will change when we open up the Sphinx, mm-hmm. and, and he says that he doesn't remember too well, but there's some uh, opening or that some some lever or something behind his ear uh-huh. and, and then there's a picture of the sphinx you know with like some weird things behind his ear what? and 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 they definitely are being uh the fucking zowie whatever the guy in Zawi charge of, yeah that fucking asshole he's what? Uh, who's that he's the worst he's the in charge he's like the in charge of intu- antiquities of of egypt so he, oh he he runs the yeah you guys hate yeah. him because he does his job he doesn't no, let he's whoever like you. he's already wait he's already <laughs> been convicted as of being a crook though and then he lost his job and then got it back but he was selling uh antiques from the fucking from that area uh-huh he, I just, he's I been just, busted yeah. a few times for things okay. but he's still in That's, charge all right Fuck him. Yeah, that he was actually a guy in the coast to coast days. They'd always bring him up as just like uh, the constant sort of just naysayer, or just like he's always. He getting was saying in the way that there's of, no other openings in the Sphinx, and then there's pictures of him in the '80s, like on, on on the on the back of the Sphinx. There's like a there was an opening there, and it's like him going into it, and he's like, it goes pretty far, but there's nothing in there. But then later on, him saying there's no caverns or anything. Well, uh, listen, I mean, whatever. fuck him for selling shit, but do you like? Isn't it his job to protect protect that stuff? Like, but I think the what the protection is doing is giving him a power uh, that is is. Yeah, that, that's to Justin's point. We shouldn't be allowed to to be here. On, yeah, we're, we don't. We should like have that's keys. what happens. <laughs> that's always what's going to happen. Yeah. Look at our fucking government. So we're like, um, we're basically like uh, again. This is all. This is more like theories for my own entertainment that I've patched together than like I actually. Truly yeah, believe weird... it, but my favorite theory is that we're basically like a pig monkey hybrid, and plus a little bit of alien just to make us like extra special. What about like we can take pig organs, reptilian like, pretty... brain? What about that? I don't know. Maybe that's like leftover from the aliens or some shit. Okay, I don't know. Okay. Something, something like that. We're just like because we're like so close to pigs. There's so many. There's some people always think about monkeys, but we're really close to pigs. Like we can. <laughs> my take uncle's pig got organs. a pig part in his heart. That's insane. We can put pigs' organs in our body. Like, not entire organs. That's like a valve or something, right? That matched up, that they like soldered in there. Uh, Yeah, it's definitely parts. That's pretty cool, though. That's cool, for sure. We're very pig like when you think about it. But yeah, there aren't a lot of. But how are we pig like outside of the skin? Culturally, the way, I mean, the way that pig society kind of works, you know, I, I think the way that pig interactions, our skin obviously is. He's very pig. I'm gonna have to take your word. I have no idea how pigs well. are culturally at all. <laughs> Do they set up a hierarchy? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. There's a there's a hierarchy. The way that they like mate and shit like that. I don't know. See, I I have I have thoughts, but I don't really have facts. <laughs> my my factory call is very low. No, that's but interesting. I, I hear something and I'm like, oh, I like that. I'm just gonna you know yeah. integrate put that in my patchwork. Of <laughs> new fact. New fact. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um, you mentioned that you grew up in Wisconsin. Uh. Well, I want to ask what part, but I don't know anything about Wisconsin. It's like uh, close to Minneapolis, so the west central part of Wisconsin. Are you a Green Bay Packers fan? Oh, yeah. I mean, you're just kind of born that way. Ugh. Is it uh, farm country out there? We're, cl- I mean, we're like a the only like reasonable city between uh, St. Paul and like Madison. So there's what I city had friends was it that again? were farmers. It's called Eau Claire. I had friends Claire. that were farmers. The, our claim to fame is like, 
right now is that Boney Vare is from my hometown, if you know Ooh, who that is, yeah. musician, Bonnie hip Vare. musician guy. Yeah, I remember seeing him play at, at Battle of the Bands. His band um, wow. played at Battle of the Bands, and he was uh, a year older than me in my high school. And so one of my actually uh, regrets in life is I never did like a music video for him in high school because I was like video kid. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I should have done a music video with him because it would have been fun, and I, I could have done one later on. Was he a cool <laughs> dude? I mean, did you know him at all? I never actually, I, I have lots of mutual friends, but never actually Yeah, forget it to then. Him. You're fine. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it would have been weird. Yeah, it would have been awkward. What's our town's claim to fame? Uh, that skier guy, right? Jordan Bloom? Jordan Somewhere Bloom. Somewhere in Colorado, who, right? Her, his sister is Molly's game, Molly Bloom. I still don't know what that is. You keep telling me that, and I don't oh, know what it is. She like, got bu- She got busted. Uh, oh, she was running like a weird prostitution thing? No, it was like, it was like <laughs> high... High stakes gambling. Oh, whoa! With like with like big celebrities like Leonardo DiCaprio, and, and now like, it's like a movie wow. or something. Yeah, and it's the first one Aaron Sorkin directed. Oh, that's fucking okay. Uh, you tell me this like every month. <laughs> I never remember. And her her dad was the sex ed teacher at at CSU where we went. Oh, okay, that's kind of weird. But and our, our town's in the Guinness Wait, book. Sex ed at college? Yeah, or sex class, whatever. I don't know. Seems what the a little class late was. in college. Yeah, oh, that that <laughs> one class that everybody wanted to take. Yeah, yeah. There was this weird sex class that everybody wanted to take, and like I remember part of it was the girls had to like hold the guy's dick when he peed. What the? So fuck? that they could feel. Well, they didn't have no. to, but it, it was like one of those things. Like, hey, if you can do this, do it because it's weird to feel. No. That's yes, not I swear a to thing. God. No, I swear <laughs> to God that was a uproar. thing. I no. know that it was a thing because right. I just texted my friend about it. And you're like, will you hold my dick check. while I pee? No, to fact <laughs> check to be like, I'm not making this up, right? This is something that happened. It wasn't a fever dream. Yeah. Um, That's insane. And then, uh, and then, our, we're in the Guinness Book of World Records for having, for a while, the only uh, cemetery with a highway running through it. <laughs> and then our no. coach, uh, our high school team, got busted, and we were in Sports Illustrated because we were our offensive linemen were spraying Pam on their jerseys so that you, the defensive guys couldn't wow. grab a hold Let's of. Have them. Some good ideas. On there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what else you got? You got Boney Bar? Yeah, uh, like cranberries and stuff, you know. <laughs> the, what, the cram? The no, band? just the actual cranberries. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> cranberries. There's a little Irish community bogs out there. That- cram- like that. Yeah, cranberries the bog one, right? Yeah, just like bogs. Of cr- I never liked cranberries, so it's kind of irrelevant to me. Um, but it was, it, was, it was a cool, you know, it's a nice place to be from. Like, I feel like you're from the Midwest, like people trust you. Yeah, they 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 trust your accent. It's like that's just like a science thing. Like uh, news people like try to emulate a Midwestern right. accent because it's like the most trustworthy. Whatever. Yeah. Um. Well, okay, but w- was it like a religious upbringing or anything like that? Yeah, I, my I grew up. I mean, I was like a youth pastor when I was in high school. You look like one. Yeah, you look I know, exactly right? like a youth pastor. <laughs> way. Yeah, me and Pete Holmes. Do you think it's because of his look there, or because he's smiling all the time? Yeah, I, he just has the vibe it's of both. a youth pastor. <laughs> like I like appear very wholesome. No, it's I grew up in a. My family was very, very religious. You know, very Christian, but not like too. I feel like my my parents have like a really great sort of um, my mom grew up as like a hippie and I feel like they have a really great sort of openness to like alternate medicine and, and things like that. Uh-huh. Um, so like uh, my dad had really bad lactose intolerance and we get terrible migraines from having milk. And if you're lactose intolerant in Wisconsin, you're fucked. Like yeah. it's in the goddamn <laughs> air. They spray cheese aerosol, you know, when you, when you walk into the convenience store, you know, it's just scenting. But um, so we went to like a uh, homeopathic place 
and they like put these well detectors on our fingers and they gave us like homeopathic and like fixed my dad he doesn't get headaches eating dairy and i was allergic to something what they do i get headaches and i eat a all i eat is dairy well then i mean you could eat less dairy that could was there anything weird they did for him though uh it was just no just basically you get the little homeopathic drops and then but homeopathy okay <laughs> That's the one where they dilute it to an yeah. extent where there's like one millionth of just how how can that work? Isn't it just sugar pills? It's like a but it's irrelevant. I mean the the um placebo effect is incredibly powerful. So at a certain point it's like do you care more if something's right or wrong or do you care if it fixes the problem? You know, who cares? Like it's the idea I guess is like it's sort of an echo of of what is supposed to be in there enough where it makes a difference. But all I know is my dad can eat cheese now. And so nice. that's the whole point of it, you know? See, right. I, I've had migraines my whole life and I eat, I want to have cheese in every meal. Yeah. Would you have like a big glass of milk, like a big glass As of a milk kid. on the table? Like that's something I just, ne- I just, I stopped disgusting. after high school I'm, chugging full yeah. vitamin D milk. No fucking, no. I mean, I didn't do Were that. you ripped or God. something? I don't know. <laughs> No, that's like, isn't that just for kids? Like, I would drink milk when I was a kid, but like once after grade school, I don't think I drank a glass of milk in my life. Yeah. So well, it was, you yeah. know, it kind of dairy landed, but it was nice because it was relatively isolated and, and, um, you get to go out and see the stars and pretend you can see UFOs out there and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so no, it was, it was, yeah. You, when, when you watch a meteor shower, you saw a shit ton. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I could drive 20 minutes and just see all the stars. So good place to be from um so do you are you still uh like a faith dude do you still believe in jesus uh no it's not like really my thing i i think i'm more i feel like i'm more sort of on like the karma sort of yeah. concept i just try to be like not shitty to people and i right. feel like that always ends up let me ask you best. this about karma do you think uh how you treat people okay here's a scenario uh you you follow karma and you're very nice to everyone and 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 you want to be nice to everyone that's one situation scenario the other one is you're very nice to everyone and you fucking hate everyone and all you do is wish bad on people but you're wow. still nice to them like th- is there a different effect because you actually aren't doing anything different your your brain is different it's a good question um because i went up my favorite sort of like because uh, of course I look into like uh, near death experiences and that kind of uh-huh. stuff like and you read a lot of the same sorts of like you go through a tunnel and then you see whatever your religious figure of choice is and I honestly think that could be sort of like a trap they're just trying to lure you in to go to the light with whatever they think you want to see but anyways one of my favorite um, wait who's they the aliens just, yeah, you whatever know, the they great. is right they, okay <laughs> I heard I read this thing that was basically about like how they they say when you go towards the light you're actually going towards um, like a some sort of satellite dish on the moon where they like recycle all of our souls and shit like that. So going towards the light is actually going to some like <laughs> I, I read a lot of weird books. That may that might actually be David Icke. Um, but my favorite like near death experience story is uh, essentially what happens is when you die, you get the life review. That's the thing people talk about is you see your life flash before your eyes. But the kind of difference that this particular experience had was you basically experienced your entire life, but through the lives of everyone you affected. So um, when I die, I'll experience this conversation from your from your perspective, from your perspective, you know, your emotional perspective. So it's pretty interesting. It's kind of the idea like if you just 
if you're like an asshole in high school and you just like beat the shit out of like a bunch of nerds, like you will literally inhabit their bodies and feel the pain that you gave to them. So at the end of this sort of experience, you are able to take um, every sort of negative or positive effect that you've had on anyone you've ever interacted with and then essentially judge yourself. You're looking at it from a neutral perspective, um, but judge yourself and kind of decide what happens next after that. And I've always thought that was, to me, like a very practical um, reading of like the golden rule, like do unto others as you'd have them do unto you because you will literally feel the pain that you've caused other people when you review your life when it's all over. And that's always stuck with me. And so I feel like I don't do it just for a good like review at the end of the day. I do it because it's just how I am. But <laughs> I think it's, it was really powerful to me to like think about it like that. Yeah, it, it gives you the uh, it helps put you in the mind of others, though, so that like you want to do good things because you want people to feel good because of you. And it comes and you'll if you're really nice to someone like you'll feel how happy that they were from their perspective. You give someone a dollar, I don't, you know, on a homeless guy a dollar, like it's your base. Everyone else is basically just you. That's kind of the concept, you know. That's not a novel concept, but yeah. So uh, that's that's like the it's one. That's my most religious in, thing. Uh, mental dis- disorders and. <laughs> yeah, I get. Yeah, you know, who knows? I'm, I'm <laughs> hey, how come people was? I saw the schizophrenic guy today, and he was talking about like finding the lost ark or something like that. Doesn't it seem like all of the schizophrenic homeless people are always talking to like god like why why is it always so religious i think it was it's religion so om this like so omnipresent and i think that that's, you just can't avoid it yeah yeah mostly here's the thing if you were going in a bad direction mentally you get to just explore your brain and and nothing stops you nothing breaks you from so like i i could see that things that were created for you would take hold. I, I mean, know. I guess it also makes sense that if it's just a voice, it would probably just say that it's God, right? That's a good way of just like shortcutting to yeah. actually getting getting heard. Right. <laughs> yeah. So like, I'm your boss versus just like, I'm just some guy. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, anyway. Oh, gosh, um, I know. I don't like thinking about Oh, yeah, go on. Uh, Bigfoot? Uh, absolutely. I mean, it's like there's so many. What? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's so many things Jesus. we're s- still discovering out there. Like you can never say <laughs> that there's not like an animal. Like Bigfoot. What? what what's so weird? Wait, about but Bigfoot? what are you saying? Absolutely, too. That he could exist, or that he does. That he does. He exists. You believe he? You believe absolutely. he absolutely exists? Yeah. All right. I'd say. I would say like as close to 100. percent It's funny because I'm not I, laughing I, at your opinion. I'm laughing at how quickly you. <laughs> like I believe in Bigfoot, but I could never answer that fast. No. That's. I mean, I'm laughing. Just because I've too. heard the wow scale before, so I'm like prepped. Word. word. I have you know. Like notes. All right. Well, what are we forgetting then? Uh, JFK. Do you think that the government was involved in a cover up? That's that's actually that's a good question. I think it's. I think they probably were involved in a cover-up because it was an it was inconvenient, or they they suggested the facts. But I don't really know if the government killed him. I feel like I like kind of the mafia yeah, theory more. That, that's what's funny about that's why I designed that question that way because it's like no matter what you believe happened, even if it was an accident or whatever, or that they're definitely. I mean, the cover-up is the weird thing because that's. When you look into it, you find signs of the cover-up. Trying to figure out who did it, that's a 
a conversation that could last. You know, days. but you know, there's like a million. I like, yeah, I agree. They well, it's like a fact that they covered shit up, right? Because they have documents that they won't release about it. Yeah, I think I I I, I agree with that, but people still don't listen to that. But I would say my my only point is like they could just be covering up that they f- fucking got a president killed. And they're yeah. like, shit. Yeah. And, they're like, oh. well, we and they lost his brains really also. <laughs> they lost his brains? Yeah. That's awkward. His brains are missing. Like, w- w- were they going to put him in, like, a fridge or something otherwise? Well, it's just... National Archives. It's just weird how important he is. Yeah. And I think brains are kind of hard to lose. So. Well, no, they're not if they're splattering everywhere. Like, what? how are you going to find pieces of brain? Sure but who's the guy that... Oh, me. whoops, I didn't know what that was. I just threw it away. Even though this is a giant crime scene. Really? That's what they some just cleaner guys like I throw away his brain. Oh no no, I mean I'm saying I'm saying oh, okay. what what is the situation where they lost his brains and and it's okay? <laughs> never I've never heard this brain. Yeah. This loss of brain. I'm just like, well, I don't know. Who cares? What are you going to do with the brains? You're not going to like put them in a robot. Well, or I think forensically it revealed something. That's oh, my okay. guess. That's why yeah. it's missing. Yeah, what, what do you do about it? So I, <laughs> something was covered up, but I just think it, it just was. It, it was a different time. I feel like at a certain point, like you could be pretty sloppy about that kind of thing because now it's recording devices are so ubiquitous um, that I think now, like for a big crazy event like that to happen, we'd have so oh, much media yeah. of it. You know, you'd that have that be, fucking Batman thing, that Batman screen. You would have. You would have like yeah. a 3D, like you could. They make a pixel point cloud. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what, you know, what? Didn't they throw Osama's body out of a helicopter into the middle of the ocean? Yep. Into the, Why yeah. doesn't anybody talk about that? That's the story. Are you fucking kidding me? Well, it, I, I, but it, really, who cares? Because, Rarely, like, that guy didn't have but, any power. But there's at that also point no anyway. way that that's what happened. But His like, priority was already dead for a long time. But here's the thing. thing. Why would you make that up? Why would you say that? You could say anything you wanted. You Why would you go, yeah, we dumped it. Yeah. Yeah. No, th- we got his body. I, I think it's kind of a, uh, a, such a disrespect that the story isn't for us. It's for them. Hmm. Like, like you think America is like, yeah, fucking that's what he deserves. Do you think that's the reaction they they wanted? Like, yeah, yeah fucking no, ju- no, no. Jump th- his body in the middle of the ocean. I, I don't. I don't think that story is for us. I think it's for all the Iraqis to be like, or whatever. Al Qaeda. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, it's not the Iraqis. Yeah, the the Al Qaeda to be like, you. F- what did you do? Like now he can't get to uh, Allah, or I don't know how they sure. get anywhere. Oh, is that true? I don't know. I mean, I know that in a lot of in a lot of you have to be buried a certain way. I don't. I don't know if that. I don't know, but I know that a lot of other religions have different things where it's like, yeah, you, yeah. And so I don't know their religion at all. Uh, and so I th- I think that that was for them to like disrespect them. Just like we yeah, just dumped yeah. them off a ship. But that's like, so fucking crazy. That's so <laughs> crazy that that's what they said they did. If that's what they did, that's even crazier. Yeah, it, it really is because it's like, all this what? time, like yeah, just keep them in a, like a room or something. Like I if I, yeah. if, like you'd Show think that off. you would at the very least you'd get in trouble for not doing it properly. Well, exactly. It's just like these grunt were they Marines or what, and they just decided to. They're just Maybe, like fuck it, man. Hey, you know what this guy no. deserves? Burial at sea. No. D- Johnny, don't. 
<laughs> Too late, bro. See you later. <laughs> Splash down. Well, what if there was something weird where like one of them started peeing on it and then like and the other guy held his dick while he's peeing. Yeah, and, and then, like <laughs> all of a sudden they all masturbated onto him and they're like, oh fuck! If we bring this back, the forensic evidence is going to prove that they're the going to think we war. had sex with his body. What do we do? Fuck! That sounds like a great just like buddy comedy. <laughs> hey man, wouldn't it be funny if we jerked off on this dead body? Oh shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll be. Oh wait, forensics. No. Hey bro, oh, aren't we over the work. ocean right now? <laughs> oh, looks like it. The only thing that clean this off is the Pacific. Yeah. <laughs> or the or Indian trilobites ocean. or I mean uh the krill. Exactly. That's the only way they could cover their tracks. <laughs> um okay, let's see. Uh superstitions. Oh yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I definitely think there's – so my first girlfriend told me that um, the first time I went on an airplane, she's like, every time you go on an airplane, you kiss your knuckle for every – every knuckle for every person that's with you and you knock the side of the airplane. And I and the, and she and uh, she told me that when I was, you know, 20, 21, took my first, like, flight as an adult. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, a thing I've just kind of done. Just I've always done it. I don't know why. Just It's just a thing. Um, Comfort. It's just a, it's a comfort thing. Um, I don't know, and I guess superstitions are pretty big. There's a lot of there's so much variance to that. You know? Yeah, yeah. Did you play sports growing up? Play basketball. Like, as a person over five eleven, you're like legally required to play basketball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, nothing with that. Uh, I guess like yeah, like a lucky jersey or like right, lucky yeah, socks yeah. or. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I have lucky underwear. Do you? I have multiple pairs though. Like if I'm gonna go to a pitch, it's like I just want a pair of underwear that I feel good in. It's not like yeah. because it's actually lucky. It's like oh no, these are the good ones. See, that's why when I find a good pair of underwear, I buy like twenty of them. If you mean you find a lucky brand? <laughs> you like, oh, this feels good. This is lucky. all I'm wearing. Yeah, that's true. I've definitely had the, like I've bought like a pair of pants that I really like, and then I don't. Then I don't buy a new pair of pants for two years, and I can't fucking find them anymore. Yeah, I'm like, man. I should have bought you, ten. I've got three pairs of these shoes. This shirt is the same company as like 40 other shirts that I have. <laughs> like once I find something, I just buy the shit out of it because that's I'm great. terrified that they're going to change it. And that's what's happening with my underwear right now. <laughs> I've had this underwear for, for a while and there's some of them are starting to wear off and I'm like, fuck, okay. <laughs> so I'm like trying to buy more, but they discontinued it. Oh, geez. So you now I'm like, eBay. <laughs> now well, you have to I try tried. other ones. I'm looking up like the the polyester cotton percentages yeah, and like yeah. trying to find like it wow. sucks. You're like an I, I like those. <laughs> I mean, not to d- give a fucking plug, but those fucking Mack Weldon underwear, I like those a lot. I gotta have a fly. Oh, word, word. Do they have a fly? Yeah, but it, but they're briefs. I got briefs. I hear I hear about MeUndies. Are those good? I never got a pair. MeUndies don't have a fly. Really? Yeah. That's terrible. They said they were that. working on one. But <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. SpaceX can like land fucking rockets. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't fly on the we're, we're working on it. We, we have one design so far. <laughs> wow, God. Jesus. All right. Well, you're a 10. You're 11, probably. Yeah, I mean, like, you. I'm on board. You're totally on board. Is there anything you don't believe? Like, hmm. have you ever heard of something. And and you were like, oh, we didn't talk about ghosts. Do you have a ghost story or anything? I do actually have a ghost story. Oh, let's um, hear it. So we were at a friend's. We were out at a friend's wedding in North Carolina, 
and uh, we sort of had this party beforehand at like a town called Warm Springs, just outside of Asheville, North Carolina. Warm Springs. Warm Springs. Aren't springs uh-huh. supposed to be hot. Just warm. Just warm. <laughs> oh, I thought you said warm. Warm Springs now. <laughs> and so uh, it was maybe like uh, 15, 20 of us, and and a lot of us stayed in this like hotel. And it's this little, it's this little town. You know, you just kind of think of almost like a Wild West type town. Very small little town. Little mm-hmm. one street, not that much going on, but it's like a cute little town nearby. So um, we end up, uh, a couple of us stay in this hotel, a couple stay in like a rental house. And so um, I don't really think I had any kind of, other than it being like an old hotel that had been around for like a long time, I don't really think I had any expectations of a supernatural sort of experience. What ghost wasn't even in your head or anything? I wasn't thinking about it. So I remember um, laying down and going to sleep that night in this like very small, you can kind of imagine there's like a lot of doilies and it's very like... You know, it's like something from the 1800s mm-hmm. um, or like 1900s. And so I remember waking up in the middle of the night and um, having this just it just kind of feel like you're just just something different, something weird. And, and I opened my eyes and it almost was like when you look, look at the sun or a bright light and then you blink and you see this, this sort of after you kind of see the burn in of the sun yeah. when you do blink or it's like a LED panel or whatever. Mm-hmm. I kind of had that same sort of uh, vision, but of like a, it was a little old man in like a suit and he just was kind of just looking at me. He was just standing there. He had like oh a black gosh. suit, like a little old man. And um, I went back to when it was just kind of weird and kind of eerie, you know, sort of dreamlike, but more just like, you know, more like when you wake up and, um, you know, it's just, you know, you know, Willie, with your kid, you wake up <laughs> in the middle of the night and you're just very groggy and like whatever. But it's, it was very, it stood out to me. So the next day. Um, Wait, we did were, you make a noise or anything? Or I you just, just were of, so tired just, you just went back to sleep? Weird. It just was weird. He wasn't like. Like it didn't even really me. register with you or it did? It did, but it was so, it just was such a odd moment. It's like, what am I going to do? Am I going to like tell him to leave? Like there was, okay. <laughs> No, I kind of get it. Like, there's like that when you're when you're so tired. Like, yeah, yeah. there's one time we we all got drunk. I went to bed, and then later, like, one of my friends got into my bed, and I remember like realizing it and just being like, "Ah, oh, this is a bummer. This is my world now." <laughs> and then later, I was like, "Wait!" I woke up a little bit more. I was like, "Wait, no, this isn't cool." And I was like, "Hey, get out!" Yeah, that's good. You started yourself, right? But. <laughs> But I can imagine, like, the first time... Was it Brent? No, this was out here. This oh. was... Uh, uh, f- uh, now I forgot his name. Aaron Chandler? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, can we bleep that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. Um, I'll write it down. Yeah, sorry. I, sh- I should have just not said it. Yeah. Now I know. So yeah, that's <laughs> so funny. But it just was It just was kind of a, a, weird, <laughs> a weird moment. And then... then Went back to sleep, woke up the next morning, we we're having breakfast, and um, was talking to our friend who was like in the room across from us. And she was like, I just, she just had some just kind of weird dream about like something sort of ghostly and similar in a spooky kind of way. About, I think also maybe about like a, an old man type thing, but she, she was more of like in her dream, she was sort of felt like it was a part of it. And so, uh, this, this to me is the craziest part because not only did me and my friend have this sort of experience, but I, afterwards we both walked to like the front desk and, um, there was a, a woman at the front desk and we asked, well, 
hey, are there any sorts of like ghosts here or whatever? And the first thing the lady at the front desk was uh, said was, oh, you saw the old man. Oh, gosh. And Damn that it. was insane. And she says, actually, she said no one had really um, seen him, but they kind of felt the presence of him. And even people working there late at night could sense like this, you know, male kind of figure, like just observing them kind of that creepy sort of like someone's looking at you over your shoulder so he so he's proof that uh when you die you can just watch people like i don't know no no I'm just, i just laugh at the idea of like i know well i'm creeping what should i do tonight i guess i'll watch this young man sleep <laughs> yeah oh, i said he woke up oh, i'll go God, next door busted I, you know, I honestly think that like most, I don't really think ghosts are like sentient. I think they're more of just like a, like, um, a burn in. They're just like an emotional, like residue that's just sort of left. I don't think there's like really talking. I mean, I mean, I I like that, the idea of that, but most ghosts are like, oh, it's the old lady looking out the window. Cause she, that's how she spent the last 20 years of her life. I'm like, how does that get echoed as, as opposed to like bigger emotions? I mean, I guess that is a bigger, a big emotion to be old and be stuck in a chair. But yeah, like some sort of (laughs) some sort of traumatic or whatever or just, yeah, someone's left like an impression. Although, you know, honestly, like I don't think we're going to be like uh, there's more hope of us like talking to being able to communicate with like animals than there is like ghosts. Because I just I don't know. I don't really buy into like the we can tap into like talking to ghosts and like interact with them. I don't really buy that. Well, what's weird to me is that like. Cause I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I could see connecting to, to people that were alive on a different plane. I don't know that. And also I, I, ghosts to me, I'm, I'm just not sure of, but the Ouija board is like mm. a one way communication. I'm like, well, now we basically have the email Ouija board. Like ghosts aren't emailing anybody and they could wait. What's the email Ouija board? Yeah, well, I'm. I'm just. There, there isn't one. I'm just saying that, like, <laughs> that, like, the the Ouija board is is what having a ghost take control of a pointer. Well, the keyboard is a pointer that they don't need to have a person to control. I'm just like, there are definitely technology to me, the related we, ghost yeah. stories though. There's whatever. a there's a few, but there's so few that like I can't. I don't even accidentally run into them. Yeah, I would more. I, I would more buy into like multi-dimensional consciousness or you know things that are kind of like yeah. drug related like that sort of thing like you're tapping into an alternate sort of hey entity if, within if a there's an entity out there email me yeah robotic <laughs> willie roberts at gmail <laughs> i don't know yeah, but now you're just gonna get some emails from people oh man but i i mean <laughs> i do think we'll live in a world where like especially like dolphins or monkeys, like we're going to be able to communicate with them in a way that's like very like easy. And that's a world I'm like really kind of like looking forward to. Why? That would be the worst. It'd be incredible to know what dumb animals think. I think, I think that's like really kind of awesome. Like there are, so I think there's two things that like uh, main things in my opinion that people in like 20 or 30 years are going to look back at people from 2018 and be like those fucking idiots it's um cell phones they're gonna it'll be like watching people just like smoke and be like it tickles your q zone you're like you're getting cancer um cell phones just like totally irradiating us and like fucking us up and then the other thing is like meat from like living sentient animals people will look back at like arby's commercials and be like (laughs) god you fucking monsters (laughs) that was like a living like 
pig and, and you're you just like, like scattering the pig it up I can email and then with. recreated the shape of meat using the meat but that's like <laughs> they'll have farms that are like non-sentient just like meat sacks that are just being grown with that never have thoughts never like truly born or die like they'll but still eat meat but it won't be like a, ever been alive but that's if the world gets better <laughs> <laughs> like we're at this tipping point right now where it could very easily just go the other way and in 20 years they're just like i can't believe we used to not kill vegetarians yeah well, and and here's the weird thing too i mean you already gave him a score right oh he's like 11 i'm 11 like today we're talking about the intelligence of plants and and from everything that i've been looking into i'm like I really believe that plants are just as smart, if not smarter, than most animals. It's insane, right? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I feel like I don't know if I would go. I don't know if I'd go as far as. I'm curious as to what you've kind of researched because I think that is like a concept that I'm so fascinated by because vegetarians or vegans, like it's the idea of sort of um, removing yourself from guilt of like killing something to, to sustain yourself. Yeah. But the idea of plants having like sentience and like even having like to some degree like psychic abilities um kind of like really throws a major cog in the wheel of that vegetarian like you have to basically commit cruelty to like survive it it is it is weird i I mean it's funny because okay today we're not gonna have this it's easy to fall into a definition argument. I'm like, well, what is consciousness? Is it aware? You know, like, uh, 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 and, and, and so I don't want to get into the definitions of what some people use of consciousness. But if you take away the, the like time, I always say this, time is a, just such a man-made concept. Yes, A to B. Yes, maybe you can't go backwards, whatever. But but you can't apply our time to everything because it, everything's so much slower or faster, you know, like making everything relative to us is might be a mistake. These plants. Yeah, man. Tell it to my microwave clock. <laughs> that thing is always 20 minutes fast. What the hell? Microwave. Fucking. That's my VCR. I'm always trying to record Jeopardy and it always misses the last five minutes. Do you have a microwave? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Wait, do you have a cell phone? Yes, yeah, it's burning a hole in my pocket. Okay. I mean, I don't have a microwave because I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like microwaves. We didn't anymore. have a microwave for a while, and honestly, because I, I have a very like specific diet, and I always thought that microwaves were like bad for food, but I honestly don't think that they are. It's they're fine. I think they're bad. Yeah. No, they're fine. Um, so uh, I have a beer, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. Let me open it. Steal one of your beers. Yeah, we, we should take a. You want? Yeah. Why don't we take a quick break? And when we come back, we're talking about the intelligence of plants, right? Yep. Okay. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome back to Real Life Sci-Fi. Uh, we're talking. Oh, sorry. Uh, we're talking to our friend <laughs> Justin Johnson. <laughs> Hard to say my name. Uh, <laughs> about uh, the intelligence of plants. Now. Is this the whole point of this just to bum everybody out? Because this sucks. I mean, I mean, the thing is, to me, it's not to bum everyone. Well, because here's the thing. If you're not going to eat meat, then you're going to eat veggies. But then when you find out veggies are, to me, just as intelligent as fucking animals, then. Well, okay, but intelligence doesn't define a lot of things. Like, it doesn't mean they feel pain. It doesn't mean, mm-hmm. but it's they like do. A, it's like awareness, uh, even more than intelligence. Like, I'm not sure. I because I read a book. There's this book called um, Primary Perception, which I, 
I don't know how I heard, but basically it's from research done in the 60s where a guy basically hooked up a plant to a machine used for like a lie detector test and then um, was able to get like a similar kind of stimuli from the plant. And uh, it's a really, I mean, it's just, it really is just kind of mind blowing. And there's even elements of, even elements of religion. Like when you pray before you eat food for people, like the kind of theory that like, you're essentially telling the matter, the plants and whatever, you're like, we're about to eat you. So go into like a coma, like basically go into like a coma. And the, it's, it's, so I think you can like inform your food you're going to eat it <laughs> and give it like a mercy killing versus like a surprise salad. you just like burst into a room and <laughs> yeah. And that works though, if it's still alive, you know what I mean? Right, like if you've right, nuked it or if you've cooked it for, of course. But uh, I mean, I mean, here's the thing. Where do you draw the, where do you, the question is, where do you guys draw the line for intelligence? Like, like yes, there's behavior. I know you said we weren't going to get into a definition argument, but I feel like it's needed at this point yeah. because, he, like he said, he thinks it's more awareness than intelligence, but you keep saying intelligence. So, like, well, okay, so, like, like uh, for example, um, con- consciousness, there are different levels of consciousness. But the biggest one, I think, is being self-aware, hmm. you know, and that this I think that that is what some people use as a test to be like, oh, this, you know, this animal isn't as smart because the mirror fucks yeah. with them too hard or they, they don't know who they are, that that's them. Mm-hmm. It's a weird and I, I'm, you know, I don't know if that's. I don't know the extent of which that has been researched, but. Uh, well, what's your level of intelligence thing? Well, okay, so the weird thing is plants don't have organs. They don't have a brain. And so the perce- our, our, the way that we perceive the universe are really is from uh, our sensory perceptors going to a brain. Right. We've got, you know, of I course there's more senses that. than the five senses, whatever, but basically there's the you know the sight smelling tasting touching um and so to to me conscious it, I, i'm torn by consciousness because it's like i tend to attach soul to consciousness hmm. and so it, it's it's weird because i think that i hope i hope that the energy that i can perceive everything with goes beyond my existence. Maybe, maybe not, whatever. There's obviously stories of, I love, that's why I love stories of reincarnation and stuff. Cause it's like, Oh, well, if you, if you had perception despite your body, then maybe that's your soul. How did you see yeah. without your physical eyes? How did you, how did you do everything without the actual sense, sensory perceptions that you use? And so when it comes to plants, there's there's all these there's all these weird examples of like okay, obviously there there's a lot of pheromones at play. Hmm. So pheromones, and and I have specific examples of these, you know, of course, but uh, <clears throat> to give off a pheromone and to smell a pheromone is to smell, but you don't have a nose, you don't have so like there there are there are stories of stories there are studies of these things working without them having the organs associated with 
that. But if you take plants, I, I don't know the percentage, but 99, I'd say 98% of life on earth is, I, I, I was, I didn't, I didn't get the numbers perfectly, but above 90% of life on earth is plant life, whether it be algae or, or, or trees or w- whatever. Like there, there, there is so much more plant life on this yeah. earth the biomass or than, than, act- than animals. And, and so some people associate intelligence with survival, right? Well, plants have been, they're the, the, the oldest things around. The, 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 the longest living animal is some tortoise, and I think they get up to be like 300 years. And the, the longest living trees are, for a while it was 4,800 4, years, Jesus. this tree, then shrub, they found right? one. Methuselah, shrub, or something like that. Yeah, I forget, I forget what it's called. I just said tree, but I forget. Uh, but, but basically they found one that was over 5,000 years old. God. I mean, you think of the like bristletone pine, bristlecone pine. When you when you look at like nature shows and you see time lapses of like plants growing and stuff like that, you talk about you know time just being kind of like relative, like the way we measure time and the way our microwaves measure time. But like you see time lapses of plants and you're like, those things are like at the right time scale, like they're really moving and they're 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 active and they're doing stuff like. It's really kind of insane, and we're probably just like these ultra fast, just like blah, 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 to them. I mean, it's all it is, is is difference of scale. We see a tree, and we're like, that tree's not moving, but it really is, just at a different scale. And and our our listen, the way that we describe everything is from us looking at it. You know what I mean? Basically, we had to dissect it to t- determine how it works and what it is. And we're learning now that uh, these forests that uh, they use f- like f- fungi to to connect to that a lot of these forests of trees are actually connected to each other wow so like a little tree internet basically. yeah yeah and like there's this there's this one study where they where they you know put some carbon radioactive carbon 14 into this plant and then and then the next day they went to see where they used a geiger counter to figure out where all the radiation went and this old tree that they injected the radiation to that like was good for it it was like something that they would eat you know hmm. so it was like oh here's something that you eat and when we can measure where it goes they basically it went everywhere it it spread to so many other trees in the area and also young saplings so that they're they were basically saying that this tree they fed it and then it fed its children wow. it was connected to other trees it, it shared the food and then fed its children and so, so I mean, I mean that, that's that's a big leap, but I mean that's what happened. It fed. It didn't. It didn't keep. It didn't keep it for itself, and uh, it followed the root system so that that was actually was it was it choosing to share, you know? Yeah. So what sort of like so no. so? Yeah, I'm curious what other sorts of like plant because beyond just like that, which I think is like people would just think as like a natural more of a natural process yeah, like I know. it's more of like the um these what sort of things did you learn about just like the ways that like plants react are reacting in almost a real-time way to like things that are going on in the world so there's this um well i mean okay okay i mean i've got a few examples one of them is uh uh <clears throat> there's this thing called the daughter daughter vine or the dracula vine 
basically it it only it needs sorry i don't know why i'm fucking i think i'm thinking too much okay um if it doesn't find food within 72 hours it dies basically this vine will wrap itself around other plants and then and then it injects itself into it and starts eating their nutrients right so this is like this is a parasite but it is a plant and it feeds off other plants and this thing specifically likes to eat tomato plants because it's easier to tap into their vine and eat feed off of. And so they did all these tests where um, um, they put a tomato plant and a wheat plant. Then they put the, a baby sapling daughter vine right in the middle and it would choose the tomato plant. Hmm. It was like you could see it time lapse. They'd speed it up, but it was basically like whipping around looking for something and then it would find a tomato plant, and it always f- chose the tomato plant over yeah. other things. And then, so so, how did it know? How did it like sense it was there? You know, what like sort of that's fascinating. Like, what yeah, organs yeah. was so, it using? To- <laughs> so they, so uh, yeah, exactly. Like, it doesn't have organs. It doesn't have sense of smell. So what they did was they ground up some tomato plant and created the pheromones and just put that in a little tube and then put a tomato plant next to it, but then covered that with glass so that it, the tomato plant was next to it but it was cut off from smelling it or the mm. pheromones and it spun around and it shows the pheromones, the, the little jar, or I mean the, you know, it shows the pheromones over the plant. So you could say that this plant sniff was using some kind of sense of smell, but yet it doesn't yeah. have a nose. It's like, and, and I think, and, and from the, the book that I was reading, which was really fascinating. So basically like this guy takes these, uh, and maybe you read about this too, Willie, but like takes these um, sensors for like lie detector tests and puts them onto plant leaves. He just like already had these around. He was like, I'm just going to kind of see what happens. He was going to pour water in to the plant and kind of see if it made a difference, if he could track like where the water went in the plant. And then basically he saw it like, oh, wow, this plant's like going to the same kind of baseline levels that a human being would be at if we plug them into a, into a lie detector test. And then he started thinking about like what are ways that I can like affect this plant so um, I can see if it gets a different reaction. And he he had this like strong mental image of him lighting one of the plant uh, leaves on fire, and it was like this frond, this kind of like frondy sort of little tree plant, and the plant reacted with like shock, like it, it with on the um, lie detector test it like gave a spike, like it was like being alarmed. And this is literally from this scientist guy like thinking about harming the plant so it goes beyond even just like the plant naturally being gravitating towards things within the environment but like the plant having some sort of like super like psychic ability to know he he had an intent to harm the plants and he was like holy shit like i gotta figure out why this (laughs) see i don't know about that but i know that that i watched the mythbusters where they tried to recreate that oh they're yelling at the plant to see if it grows properly or that kind of stuff it was it was they they had it in a room uh, and it was connected to an EKG or whatever lie detector test, and uh, uh, the guy thought about hurting it, and it spiked. It did. It worked. Yeah. On MythBusters, oh, uh-huh. that's awesome. But the MythBusters episode is great, and so it was oh my like, God, I gotta watch that. So it's weird to me because this plant is reacting to a thought, mm-hmm. and 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 to me, here's the thing: I'm not trying to to get anybody to not eat plants. I'm trying to say what we perceive as existence. We maybe we'll get a better take on what we're doing here if if we understand that plants are alive too. That's all. Yeah. That, that like the thought wave that your thought goes outside of your 
But also, here's here's the here's the side that I've thought about where I'm like, oh, maybe it wasn't the plant. What if that thought was so strong that it affected the the lie detector tests and not mm. the plant? I don't know. I mean, the plant's like an antenna that's like re- receiving. Yeah, it. yeah. And then, but, uh, but also, it's crazy. Either way, that it was just time to rethink. Uh, yeah. That that like we could prove that this little stupid test could prove that our thoughts went outside of our communicating. No, that I that is the last thing I want. <laughs> yeah. For 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 people to be like, oh, we can read people's thoughts now. Why that <laughs> sucks? Why would you ever want that to be what people I know, want I, to I, realize? I mean, I don't want that, but I want, but like that you that your thoughts affect the world around well me. okay but that also sucks dude because like yes my actions definitely have consequences i don't want to believe that my <laughs> thoughts do as well i know like if i think bad things about somebody i don't want bad things to actually happen yeah that, uh, yeah that is a weird side effect because also in the same respect I, like okay like when it comes to poltergeist you ever research poltergeist oh yeah like <laughs> of course of course he does what a lot of what a lot of a lot of the results that I see are that oh, poltergeists follow people. It's not like this ghost haunt. This thing was affecting this house. It was following the person. So even if they move, it's still fucking with them. And to me, that's the power of the mind. And that like, a lot of poltergeists are actually people fucking with themselves without them knowing it. Their mind is so powerful that it's wow. creating the physical, affecting the physical world around them. And they you attribute it to a ghost, but it's actually yourself. And so, the fear is that I'm. I'm so afraid of ghosts and things that, like, I, I'm going to create a poltergeist. I get it. I mean, you want people to think positively and all that shit. And, like, yeah, fine. But, like, that's scary to think that, like, people could... The negative works, too. See, but... Well, I'll... no, not even the negative. Just that some scientists could, like, learn how to read people's thoughts. They're, I mean, they're already working on that. But I'll, I'll actually refute... Because I don't think that... I don't think it's the it's the person's thought that's actually making the difference. So that same scientist, um, Clive Baxter, I think his name was, but uh, he basically tested the plant. So the plant would also react to microbial life being killed. So the plant was aware of this. The, there's two examples that they give in the book that I was reading. But basically, they took like um, boiling hot water. And they had the plant hooked up to the machine or whatever at the same time. And they dumped it down the drain because it was like water for coffee that they, they left on an accident. They didn't need it. And the plant spiked. And they're like, why the fuck is this plant like freaking out? Uh, and then they, they figured out that it was because there's all this like micro- microbial life that was in the drain that was being killed by the hot water. Wow. And the second example they gave was in a bathroom, someone like using the bathroom, like taking a shit and basically the plant like freaking out every time someone took a shit because there was like anti um there was like some sort of like anti like bacterial like thing happening in the toilet so it was even just like the enzymes dying uh from that biological process that made the plant freak out it was so aware of other uh, tiny tiny life like that that it made it go in that same sort of like freak out state and even they even went as far as t- putting these same sorts of sensors on kombucha where kombucha is like uh, incredibly, <laughs> like incredibly like perceptive, and yogurt, like fucking like yogurt is like perceptive and shit, because there's all that all that bacteria in that. So it definitely went beyond just like the intention to harm That's the cool. plant, and That's it was cool. more of like the plant is like, you know, it's like if we saw like a um, 
like a squirrel getting like run over by a car where you'd be like oh shit like a squirrel's not the same as like a human being but like it's a little like thing and you're aware of it so plants are just the they're they suck they're just no they're caring that sucks (laughs) no that's like uh that's so when a, mur- a murder happens in the forest and no one uh, so that no one can see what's happening like the forest is crying the trees know they're freaking out but no. basically plants are freaking out no matter what is happening <laughs> like if we could put little voice boxes on them they would just be constantly going like why are you doing that <laughs> that'd be amazing <laughs> well so the doctor actually because it was too expensive to have so he was using like this, um, you know, whatever the little reader machine. And and back in the, the 1966, when he started doing these tests, you're, it's just like a printer that's constantly printing. That's how they record it. They're not recording it onto data disk. So it's like just like reams. The first time he did it, it was 28 pages of data from this plant, and the paper wasn't cheap. So he's like, I needed to figure out a different way of recording the plant. And so he actually hooked it up to like a monitor, so it would like have a little waveform so it's exactly what you're talking about like when the when the plant would freak out it would go like me because <laughs> you didn't want to print <laughs> yeah. all that paper because the, the paper yeah. was expensive <laughs> you, you're wasting trees to yeah. learn about their reaction to <laughs> that's, things that's very true but it really fucks with just like the idea of like vegetarian and obviously it's like again different levels of like what we well okay but let me but, ask this a tomato plant grows a tomato it gets ripe and then eventually it'll just like fall off. Yeah. If you don't pick it. So what is that? Yeah, uh, that's the life of it. And what's weird is that like the life of that thing will. What's, I've always thought but about the this. plant lives on. The plant lives on. But then that that tomato will then provide nutrients for the plant. It's like saying you leave a pig alone without slaughtering it for meat and it's still going to die and like go into the ground. There's no difference like a tomato and a pig like they still have a everything's got a life cycle. But but, but but like was it meant was it made for someone to eat? Mm, right. That's what I'm saying. Like if it's just laying on the ground or if you're picking it right before it's going to fall off like what's the harm in that? Cuz tomatoes have a weird thing. Uh do you guys, do you know about lectin? Yeah, no, what's that? So like uh the, the there are there are certain things like like a tomato and different legumes where um when it's when it feel when it when it is getting attacked or basically when it's getting attacked it release so like when you cook it or if it's getting cut into or whatever it releases these proteins that are like bad for us to digest. Really? Yeah. So like oh, defense I don't know mechanism? About that. <laughs> it's like it's like these things it, their defense mechanism is to not be digestible. And this is like real like authentic science. But tomatoes yeah. are on everything. I know. I, I but but like okay, th- I mean this is like Tom Brady's diet is is trying to get lectins out. I'm just saying he tries to avoid tomatoes and shit too. Um <clears throat> But uh uh so so there the the crazy I I watched this documentary on YouTube called Who's the Boss? The Intelligence of Plants. And it was great because... Uh, first of all, that's not a documentary. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a very famous sitcom. <laughs> there was a... Uh, uh, so so they were following... They, they had all these different tests that they did on these plants, right? And one of them was specifically uh, like but a tomato plant. here's the plant. thing. Like, I don't... What's the point? 
This is just bumming me out. All you're doing is bumming everybody out. <laughs> well, like well, this sucks. What are you no, supposed so to do? There's there's a way. How of, am I supposed to eat anything? You and think I get meat, by the way. Well, you so basically there there is like a state that the plants can go in where it's essentially they're like they're like in a coma. So it's the idea of like when you sit down, you know, and you're in a religious like family. When my family like growing up, like you sit down to the dinner table and you like pray and you say like thank you God for this food. You're basically like telling the like all the nutrients and stuff you're like hey we're about to eat you so like go into like just like go into your like flat state and like that's but, but it you already cooked it yeah well i think that the, that the idea of praying for your food i think really came before cooking food and and it was that this and it has a effect that actually so makes I should say a little prayer before I cook my food. Just be thankful that you're gonna you know, you're like, hey, I'm gonna eat you. I mm-hmm. I think I Give think it heads that up. you're right that like the prayer should if your prayer should come before you cook it. Mm. Okay, but well, here's the other wrinkle on that. <laughs> They've been in a plastic bag for like two weeks I know, before I, I know, get it. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're the, to, to me, the, <laughs> this is what's weird is like I don't feel like a lot of uh, us are actually getting nutrients for a lot of things like something's been dead for so long there's no nutrients left in it it's like we have have adapted and we can survive eating nothing you know yes there might what be a that tiny, based on? tiny like bit of nutrients. that's just based on you being cynical about the no 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 it's, it's that the energy comes from the sun and the farther you get away from the sun the less nutrients things have in them so like oh, wow. we eat animals that eat vegetables like but if we eat vegetables we get more nutrients from that well there's yeah. also like i was reading about this soil it's like some uh, I can't remember the term now. Soylent. No, it's like <laughs> some kind of deplete, soil depletion or something. It's like oh. basically like we don't because of like yeah we 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 overstart we st- we starve the earth we we that's why they rotate crops but that's still not enough. It's like oh well if you do corn and then you do wheat and then it per- yeah. puts the shit back into the ground then we right, fertilize but then, it. You know, for every person who says that, there's a person who will say the opposite. I mean, it's like this. There's you can't talk about nutrition because nobody agrees I, on yeah, any of it. Yeah, I know, I know, and that's the weird thing is that like, okay, like this this Tom Brady diet thing, this 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 uh, the lectin stuff. Like, <clears throat> somebody wrote a book and it's like, this is gonna change the way that we eat, and like, it didn't. You know, it didn't. Yeah, it's it, like this segue was like, this is gonna change yeah, the way cities are built. Gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's we got it. this. All these billionaires are invested. We'll, we're gonna show you tomorrow what it is. And the press is like, what is it? What is it going to be? And then it's a fucking guy on a dorky scooter thing. And it's, everyone was like, this is what's going to change the that world. That was in the most amazing press conference. Well, it's, I'm very like, so, but I'm also like really into just like food stuff because I'm, I'm very like uh, weird about food. Like I've been eating the same diet for almost a decade now. So okay. since like 2010. Yeah, it's um. I call it beans, greens, and proteins. So it's basically just like a medley of beans. Cute name. Salsa. Uh, and then like hummus, which is also, of course, just chickpeas. Um, and then like vegetables or, you know, whatever. So you don't eat meat? I do eat meat. But it's like very um, – I have chicken for dinner, and that's like pretty much it. So I'm basically – That's where you're screwed, man. I know. I know. But I, I tried to stop cooking chicken, <laughs> and then like Chicken's it made my worst, wife so fucking angry because like it was the one food we ate together, like was cooking this chicken. Yeah. So, so it made her so pissed. It? I still uh, eat she chicken. Need, she but, wanted to eat chicken. I mean, but boy, if you're eating chicken, man, you're just eating uh, antibiotics. I, I get the, oh the more God. expensive chicken. But anyway, so you – I live I was, in this world? 
I was listening to there's, a- there's farms that don't fucking mass produce chickens. Oh, I know. I, I don't I, eat I, chickens yeah. from could, fucking Tyson. Exactly. I'm just saying I, I like when I'm at work, I don't get to choose the chicken that I eat if I want to eat the free food. That's all I'm getting at. You, and of course, I had, I had Taco Bell a couple days ago, man. It was it's been so long. It was so good. <laughs> well, you were talking. I was listening to a podcast of you guys earlier, and you're talking about your dad and like, you know, the the cancer thing and all that. And and actually, I found out like kind of my diet kind of comes from um, how my mom beat cancer. So my mom had breast cancer um, like ten years ago and had a mastectomy. So just kind of like cut it out and then. Again, this goes back to my parents sort of like being like religious, but also very open to like alternate sort of like theories and, and, and medicine and that kind of thing. So my mom basically went on like a zero sugar, like high bean diet and her cancer, like she beat the cancer with no chemo or no anything else. And the doctors were like, what the fuck, you know? But yeah. Well, hang on. Can I ask if she had a mastectomy, was, did they how much cancer was left at that point i mean i guess enough where they would have done they wanted to do chemo anyway right you know and she was like she didn't want to do that she she there's a there's a woman in that's like sort of in this smaller neighboring town to mine and she's known as like the bean queen i always kind of want to do a documentary about her um but she basically is like this maverick nutritionist who says she can cure all these different sorts of ailments just entirely via diet because yeah like people eat and and my mom had like um basically had like uh like jaundice like too much like estrogen in her body and that was what was kind of causing the cancer but it was all kind of like diet related so um by eating like very much just beans and like no sugar or anything like that like she was able to take the cancer down sugar is the weird thing did she cut out carbs also or just straight up sugar no, beans have carbs so it's like it's not it's okay, not about good good beans Cause, are cause like the I, garbage bin of it's, look, it's water soluble sugar fiber. but carbs man fuck dude <laughs> oh hey don't even worry carbs are back baby <laughs> oh they're back oh they're back <laughs> oh damn yeah i saw a headline the other day that said so so like what's your so so wait like what is your what are your thoughts on food I mean clearly you eat you eat you know meat and and veggies you know what's this all this I don't crave I don't crave to eat meat uh, I just don't like veg- vegetables that much and so if I if I were to get rid of meat it would be like a lot of like carb it would be like pastas and stuff like that yeah I'm not against salads I like salads <laughs> but um. It's like fucking how do I make a salad? How do I make five versions of a salad? Like I know how to make like a couple salads. It's just like what the fuck am I going to do? Basically all I do is blue apron. Cuz then I don't have and this is not an ad. They don't fucking pay us shit cuz we don't have enough listeners. But uh that's it was just cuz I'm lazy. I hate the grocery store. And then I just like have it and I don't have to think about it. Uh but honestly it's like and they you know, they have a the main reason I don't do the vegetarian version is because it's like not it feels like you're getting ripped off. Yeah. It's the same price yeah, and it's yeah. like, well, what the fuck? I want like, something to die for my meal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, the thing is, is that uh, <clears throat> like I, I. Oh, but hey, listen, give me that. Give me your mom. Does your mom like have a little write up of her diet? 
uh i can tell you the website you know i can tell you like the bean queen website like it's all sort of, but it's, it's really simple oh, is, is that it just beanqueen.com or something i don't know I, yeah it, it might be <laughs> but well it's really, yeah it's really find simple. it and email it to me my aunt is going through that right now i mean it's it's really i mean it's really simple it's it's but it's hard for people to have that that's what like fucking pisses me off like when people are in the hospital and the hospital food is like, oh, you just like beat like we just did all this like cancer shit to you. Like have some fucking have jello, some pudding. have yeah. some fucking pudding. I'm like, yeah. you are like poisoning people in the goddamn hospital, like with comfort food, which is the whole that, fucking reason don't, you don't really sick. get an option. Well, you know what you can blame for that is the fucking government, right? I mean, like uh, they're the, the ones Nixon's who... head of the whatever. No, food. no, just be, it's contracts. It's just like, how, yeah, okay, yeah. where are we going to get our food? Well, the state says we have to buy it from this food distributor. Okay, order a hundred million meals or pudding. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay, they all come with pudding. You know what I mean? Like that's why the doctors are the doctors probably don't give a shit, but I. No, I know, I know. I'd imagine that I'd imagine that most doctors don't eat at the hospitals they work at. Oh God, no! And there, there's well, actually would, um, yeah. there's this great book called. Um, it's just funny that like salt, sugar, fat. Have you read this? Have you read this book? I think I think that's the book that that talks about it. But it's basically like the the head of like you know whatever Tyson Chicken or whatever, and it's like they don't eat any of their Doritos, head of Doritos. Like they don't eat their fucking food. Yeah, they don't touch that shit, and they even know like they're at the grocery store like they don't touch the meat with their hands they like put a bag around it like they it's just it's just it's just crazy but i mean again like i think back to when i was a kid and i was drinking like i had a fridge full of cream sodas and i was like i'm drinking cream soda i'm drinking like lipton's iced tea i'm like what were sort of like comfort foods for you guys like growing up in colorado was there like a thing you think back on you're like holy shit how do i eat that every day oh fucking every like pop tarts like all that pop tarts oh man like fucking chicken nuggets that came in a big plastic bag like stuff like that i ate ramen like most days god that ramen i remember like but ramen is just sodium right i mean there's I guess probably there's preservatives. Yeah, but I but feel like when you when you dehydrate food and like I said, you're so disconnected from <sighs> from the the energy of the sun. Like yeah, you, but you have fucking goddamn it. But it's a fucking noodle. There's like barely any nutrition in it in the beginning. It already looks sickly. It's just like this desiccated. Just <laughs> <laughs> it already looks just like a. It looks like a bad uh, hairdo from the fifties. Yeah. <laughs> looks like a professional wrestler. Just like a, <laughs> it needs like a little bit of water. So let me, let me, let me give you the, these couple examples yeah. of 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 plants making choices real quick, and then uh, uh, so so. But here's the thing. I'm sorry. Just like whatever, plants. Uh, <laughs> like uh, we'll we'll get to it. But it's like it's impo- it's impossible to live in America and like avoid eating like shit. It's no. not impossible, but it's it's very difficult. I like, mean, what? I mean, California is easy. California is easy. This part, and, and it's still hard. If you go ten miles south, they've got yeah. these food deserts where there's like no fresh food. Like Colorado, where we grew up, is basically turned into a big strip mall. So it's like, oh, which which one of the fast foods do you like? You know, and like Qdoba. I I I. Not to say I'm not better than anything. I just my wife doesn't like fast food, so I've. But I just mean even if you go to the sorry, even if you go to the grocery store, like it's impossible to know what to get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, it's already all processed and picked and companied. It's companied companied up so hard. Yeah. So like, what? How the fuck are you? What the fuck? It's you know for me. 
because I have had <coughs> literally the same meal for every like I eat the same exact thing every day so for wait, the last eight salsa years. And- what else? Beans, greens, and proteins, man. No, I know the I've rhyme. I've had the same. I've had the same <laughs> thing. It's like it's like beans and like broccoli and like hummus. It's great. Yeah, and but there's a million types of beans. That's what's. That's where your variety comes in. Oh, okay. So like, there are ninety percent of the grocery store is irrelevant to me. Like, I doesn't. I don't have to go down like most of the aisle because right. I like get the beans, get the salsa, get the hummus, we get the chicken, and then like that's good. And it makes it so much easier. My like actually my my um, old uh, boss in New York, he wore, uh, he's like almost like um, Ernest P. Worrell, like where you, you if you remember like Ernest goes to camp sure. or whatever, like he's got he shows his like wardrobe and it's like all the same thing. Like my boss from New York, this um, kind of like branding guru, basically wore the same clothes. He wears the same outfit. He's got multiple varieties of it, but the same outfit to work every single day. Because I don't like that. It reduces the thinking every day of like what am i gonna wear but that's bullshit because you know (laughs) because you're gonna take a shower right so when you're in the shower spend five minutes and go like uh i could wear the red shirt no i'm so weirded out by that that. fuck that same thing i think that's such bullshit i think that's just you're a boring person and you're making up an excuse for it by saying that it had more time to think about how to get ahead it's such bullshit that guy if <laughs> that guy better be a billionaire if he can't spare two seconds to figure out what he's gonna wear that day he better be a fucking billionaire i know and you know what it's i mean for for, for me it's fun to pick how i'm gonna match today like i changed my one pants of the today. best parts of my day <laughs> <laughs> seriously really that uh, and like looking up next week's blue apron recipe because oh, <laughs> everything else yeah. is driving to work doing my job well, the thing is, is he was like, like a branding, like he came up with like the, I want my MTV, you know, pr- he was like a head of promos at MTV. So I feel like he sort of turned himself in the whole point of like a logo is like consistency. He turned himself, he turned himself, into, himself a logo. into a logo. Right. That's kind of what it is. Yeah. And, th- and listen, sure. Cool. Great. Do it. Good for him. Good for that fucking guy. I just, <laughs> I just think that sucks. As I, I never I, thought. I, well, I hate no, to say here, this, but I never for, thought. Go on. I never thought I want my MTV was that great. I was always weirded out by it. But go on, go on. It's fine for it him to do that. I don't want other people to hear that and be like, "Yeah, oh, I'll be considered like a genius because because I'm a slovenly dipshit." Who, Steve Jobs, who can't pick out my clothes. Yeah, he smelled bad apparently too. That guy sucked. <laughs> I'm glad he smelled bad. I'm also glad that people talked about it. Yeah, it's true. But here's the the thing about smelling bad as a celebrity. Like, if you ever smell bad at all, you get the reputation of being a smelly guy. You know what I mean? Like, we've all been smelly in our lives. (laughs) But nobody, we're not Tom Cruise, so. Yeah. Has Tom Cruise never been reported as smelly? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would assume that the Scientologists quickly stamped that Oh, okay. They sprayed him. So so nice meeting him, but there was a smell. What? There was a smell. Oh, was it this? And then your memory's just erased. (laughs) (laughs) This is his cologne. Oh, my God. I woke up two days later. It smelled like cheese. (laughs) All right. Sorry. Go on with your plants. Yes, plants. Uh, uh, So so these these wild tobacco plants, right? They... they, the seedlings need wildfire to, to grow, right? And so these seed these seeds can last for hundreds of years. That's that's amazing. They need fire? Yeah. To grow? Jesus. Fuck. Um, Wait, is that why people started smoking tobacco? 
Oh, these are wild. This is a specific weird wild tobacco plant. It's not like a, a the tobacco plant that people use to make tobacco. But there's tobacco. It's tobacco. Well, yeah, I I don't. Uh, I this was off this documentary I watched. I don't, they didn't specify, so I can't answer. Uh, the basically uh, the the hawk caterpillar uh, can withstand the nicotine because like. Uh, this plant emits nicotine, and so most most things when they try parasites or whatever bugs or whatever when they try to get on it, they can't handle the nicotine and they like die. They right? like freak out. There's like they OD on it basically. Yeah, but Damn. these but these hawk caterpillars can eat the shit out of them and they can withstand all this stuff. And so, uh, uh, the they were doing these studies on this thing and the caterpillar's saliva let the plant know what was eating it right that like identified the caterpillar to it somehow because you gotta you have to remember that like yeah but that's like a chemical reaction yeah yeah it's a chemical reaction these plants have to survive without being able to move we survive by walking around and getting our next meal somewhere else you know animals can can move plants can't so a plant's defense system and and pheromone and chemical reaction system like through evolution has uh, uh, been adjusted in such a way, but because these these seeds could be could last for a hundred years and then grow a hundred years from now when all the animals are different, uh, uh, it's like their survival methods have to be more adaptive than just like oh you can grow up here. It's like oh all of a sudden a hundred years from now this isn't the desert anymore. So whatever. I'm just saying that like they've adapted really well, and and so that this specific caterpillar saliva let this plant know to release a certain pheromone to then uh, get some other animal over here to just specifically eat the, the caterpillars. Right. So it's just, it, it just, it's just weird to me that, well, I mean like there, there is a, a chemical communication happening to protect itself. And then, so these specific weird wild tobacco plants that they were studying also, they were, they became overrun with caterpillars so then these these plants started instead of uh uh blooming during the night they started to bloom during the day so the plant was switching a pollinator and they like they could see the difference like they tracked it over the course of whatever years uh well yeah i don't think it was years but but that all of a sudden the 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 hawk uh, moth which then created the caterpillar the the hawk moth would feed at night and then lay eggs all over it. And those eggs were the caterpillars. So this thing, this, this moth made, helped the plant survive by pollinating it, but then it would covered it with caterpillars so it could eat it. And then this plant switched from blooming at night to blooming in the day so that the hummingbird would then pollinate it. So this made a choice. Yeah. It, 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 after being overrun, it made a choice, a survival choice, sure, a survival reaction, sure, but it changed. And um, uh, while they were watching it, so that that's and the, I don't know. Um, I feel like the why why would a plant ever switch from night to day? Because it if it blooms at night and that's and it needs that for pollination survival to switch to day is like suicide right how do you know that something will pollinate it during the day 
So it was weird that it made a choice and the choice worked. Yeah, it was risky. While they were risky studying choice. it. Well, come on. What are you guys talking about? Why <laughs> does a seed grow? Like, that's not a choice, right? Or is it? Are you saying that, like, a seed makes the choice to grow? No, no, not at all. But, but. Well, my other point is you just said that these plants are like thousands of years old, right? Yeah. I mean, they're older than humans are. So it's not really a risky choice if it blooms during the night and then dies. Because in the long run, it's oh, plants then, are going to fucking yeah. be everywhere. And then it made the wrong choice, and then another one will take over. Exactly. And not make that choice again or fittest. something like that. Yeah, I see that. Because there is that, like, sort of theory that, like, Memory exists in DNA, right? Like, so that's like part of evolution. Yeah. And I think that applies to plants also, regardless of how smart they are, because they're still living things. I think that's a pretty radical theory for people to believe in, but I believe in it. I think it's probably radical, but how else How else would you evolve? Like, how else do you... I mean, that's it's crazy to, to think that there's not memory in DNA. Yeah, I know. And it's weird because, uh, you know, you get these... For, of course, you get animals being born and they can just... They're full grown basically as a as a, as a, as a newborn, you know? Like a, a giraffe baby has to run from predators yeah. <laughs> and eat and it's do insane. everything right away. Um, so obviously there is a communication that's happened... Whether it be well, whatever, um, you know, we, we basically it is interesting, but and it's like, but it just seems like I don't know. I mean, we also talked, I don't know if you know about this guy who, like, did, weren't we talking about this with Aaron? He, like, came, he, he cummed, he came in a plant, he came in a plant, weren't we talking about this? <laughs> Aaron, who I need more information Aaron on Pierce. this? Uh, he, like, jerked off in a plant, okay, and then. I think he did like that. What you're talking, the lie detector, those things. Oh to yeah. This does not sound familiar to you at all. No, it does. I just I would remember me- that. I, I don't, I, my memory is bit. We haven't released the episode yet, but I don't oh, remember okay. specifically what happened. Oh, was that that recent? Yeah. Oh well, forget it. What happened? Know. I can't remember. I oh. thought it was something like when he would feel sad, the plant would feel sad. Oh, so he, it's almost like the um spooky action at a distance like he connected his like biological matter yeah, with exactly. the plant so they they were linked in some right, sort of way right yeah. oh my god i just i don't know man i don't know what to make of any of this it's like like all that stuff you just said about blooming at night and everything it's like that seems like if it, it's it seems so like obviously you didn't watch the documentary but it seemed even if you did it's just like oh well so it changed. It, it that doesn't prove that it made a choice, right? I feel like things are so. What happens is like everything is always smarter than we think it is. There's never like a news story that's like, "Hey, guess what? Fish are dumber than we thought." <laughs> They're like, "Oh shit, fish are like actually like really fucking smart." Guess and what? So, we found out deer don't feel pain. <laughs> have at them, hunters. <laughs> well, have you heard that of doesn't um? Doesn't happen. Um, because like. Like Darwin, even when he came up with when he was like running around figuring shit out, whatever he he was, he came up with a root brain theory that like the roots of the trees were actually the trees and plants are actually like their brains. Wow! And so there was the part of this other part. Of, another part of this documentary was that these people put uh, different nutrients in different parts of the dirt, and they noticed that the roots then grew faster 
towards the the nutrients and then slowed down when they hit the nutrients right so like these roots are like like roaming animals like a shark. They, they're looking around they find stuff they speed up to get to it and then they slow down to feed on it it's like you know of course it's it's funny to compare it's like whatever documentary you're doing you're trying to prove like oh plants are like bears you know they they walk around and feed too and they have kids too what whatever whatever you're trying to prove in your documentary uh and compare but uh uh that these that roots are actually making choices they're not just arbitrarily growing to the groundwater like they feel vibra- vibrations and make choices to go towards the vibrations yeah but you could also like and this is like this is a really hard thing to talk about because i'm sure there's a million botanists who <laughs> like know the answer to this and we're just like yeah but what about this like a root is going through the ground and it hits like a spot and it's like, oh, this is better than that last spot. I'm going to keep going this way. And then it just keeps getting better and better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, what, what's weird are these uh, uh, the, these Douglas firs, right? They, they have roots growing fucking every direction. But what they've what they're learning is that uh, they connect to the to the fungi and the fungi can then connect them to other plants. And so all of these, they were basically saying that this whole forest was connected to itself. And it's it was an internet, man. It's a, it's a fucking internet. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I just came up with a joke. Do you want to nice. hear it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is a first rough draft of this joke. Why did the tree want to hang out with the mushroom so bad? Why? Cause he's a fun guy. Uh. <laughs> what do you think? I think it's a good dad joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a street joke. Well, he's a dad, he knows. He well, it's funny because I laugh harder at bad jokes than I do. A, 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 also, real, a real good joke. Say like, it oh, that that's way. good. Oh, yeah. That's good. I say fun. fun. I think you made me forget yeah, how guy. I say that word. Fun, fun guy. guy. You guys both say fun guy? Fun. All these. Fungi, all these, I think. All I think these I say documentaries fungi. said fun guy, and I'm like, oh, I like fun guy better. Fungi. <laughs> fun guy. Fun, I think I say fungi. Fungi. I think that so. seems like wrong on all levels. Does it? Well, see, yeah. now you're in my head. I, I have no idea how. Fun I guy. It. I fun think it's. Gee? I think it's fun, fun guy. guy. <laughs> Wait, fun guy? Then the joke is even better. That's a fun guy. Yeah. Uh, fun guy's accepted. That's that's the thing. The joke's better because it? it's accepted. Dude, have I, like I never said this out word? You need to do go to like a botanist convention and like just that'll be my opening. <laughs> that's your opening and your closer. <laughs> that's it. That's all. All you right, need. guys. We've hired this new uh, joke but writer. Listen. He's got a couple really big uh, yeah. jokes. If, but if that's the way everybody says fung, fungi, 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 I say fungi. That's wrong. I've always that's heard fungi, and then everyone in the documentary is saying fungi. It's like, man, fuck you. But you say fungi. Fungi. What do you say? Do you say jaguar? Oh my god, this is fucking. Do you me say up, jaguar? <laughs> I have no idea how to say Fuck this word off. anymore. No one knows. If people <laughs> say plans. if people say fungi, then that is definitely a joke already. That's not even a. That's a hundred percent already a joke. I didn't just write but, a joke. But what if people say fungi, but everybody knows that they're everybody else knows that they're saying it wrong? Then the joke wouldn't exist. Right? Yeah. Not if I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. This is fucked up. <laughs> we may never know. <laughs> so, well, how do we? We got to ask the listeners how they say it. Yeah. How do you say fung? Plural of fungus. Hashtag fun guy or hashtag what's the other option? 
Fungi. 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 F-U-N-J-A-I. Fun. Fungi, fungi, fungi. I think that's it. I feel like I'm like doing like Spanish, Spanish like conjugations or some shit. <laughs> fun, fun J and Silent Bob. Fun J, yeah, that's good. That could be your like second joke for your. You're getting a whole, you're getting a whole set <laughs> yeah. here. You Depending know, on, I'll be yeah. like, okay, crowd, how do you say this word? And I'll put it on the screen, and then I'll do like a couple jokes based on what they respond. Okay, well, uh, you remember the '90s, right? Yeah. <laughs> so what like do you do you find that like the because for me it, it kind of like it, it does kind of fuck you up and you think that like everything you consume is like from a karmic standpoint I'm like am I just like you have to be an asshole to survive like you have to kill something to survive I mean that's what this sounds like to me but okay like like when you take the uh, the evolution of things oh these things combine with these things and now a mitochondria and now cell walls and now human right like like things are combining to create better things but it's this is why i can fall in line with the whole we're for actually from mars and we're from aliens and whatnot because th- things aren't actually like c- combining anymore everything's getting less and less <laughs> i mean i mean Nothing's combining to make. We're, we're, there's not like a human plant, or or the combining stopped on the cellular level. What are you talking about? Uh, no, I mean like simplify it for me because I'm not, I'm not following. Well, well, like 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 our, a cell is made up of oh uh, an amoeba got together with this flagella and decided that this that this thing could. It's like getting, we're all getting like we're we're devolving, not evolving. Yeah, yeah. On on on, on the cellular Wade level, Wade is peeing, and I'm holding his dick right now. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, supposedly, things came together to create complex cells, like singular cell items, singular cell uh, things combined together to make. I'm not using my words right, but. But like, like, uh, in order for but you're us, you're talking about like thousands, hundreds of thousands of years. Yeah, yeah. But like, but like, if if things are combining on the cellular level, why did they stop? And 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 why did they st- tell it to cancer? Uh, cancer is a DNA. Uh, but it's combining itself on a sing- uh, cellular level. It's a, it's a, it's like a, a, it's like a bad copy machine. It's like, it's like, it's like, um, there's a, there's an error in the, the DNA, the RNA, right? I'm just confused at what you're, what you're upset about, for lack of a better word. I think everything keeps just getting worse and it's not getting better. Uh, is that it? Like everything's, everything's getting en- more simple and not entropy's more Entropy is happening. We see, yeah. we see the universe is getting colder. Things are getting farther apart from us. It, nothing's combining to make better things. Like, well, we can't do anything about that. I feel like there've been a lot of good, like Taco Bell Doritos. Like that was like a good combination. I mean, listen, <laughs> if you don't think we're better off now than we were in the fifties, ask a black person or just like people who haven't died of like polio. Yeah, it's probably a lot of people. You guys are you guys have really bad examples of. I'm talking about existence. 
Yeah, but you're talking way too grand scheme. You're talking about the planets. What are we supposed to do about that? I know. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I basically. Uh, Uh, when they, I don't know, the the human genome has got uh, twenty six thousand genes in it, right? Uh, the rice genome's got fifty thousand genes in it. So rice, rice can actually is actually better, more evolved than humans. Wow, <laughs> this is meaning, like this meaning is like uh, it'll survive longer than humans. Probably rice will be around when Wade's when got we're fifty thousand genes from all the same place because he really liked the first pair. Yeah, right. <laughs> I saved that. <laughs> that's how you survive. See, that's my dad joke. <laughs> tell that to tell that to rice. Well, I like, I like, like my genes so much. How do you how do you determine intelligence from from what lasts the longest? Like we're, this you, feels like the footnote part of the podcast where you, you read the page and then just kept reading the <laughs> all the stuff. I know. Below we definitely it. were weird steps that came from nowhere. So so it it, it seems like you know uh, obviously there is an intelligence to plants. To what kind of like level should you feel sad about it? I think you well, just can't get, let's you can't get over that it. conversation. Yeah. Should we feel s- sad about it? Knowing now that plants are more intelligent than we are and they're psychic and they're perfect and they cry when microbials die. And yeah. they, they feel pain when you think about hurting them. Yeah. Right. Should you feel bad about actually hurting them? Because it feels like they're such fucking sad sacks that I don't feel bad about hurting them. Well, I, here's the thing. Like when you think about how hard it is to grow flowers and plants that you have people have given you or that you've purchased, I've killed so many things. And that's like a that's like a common thing. Like, oh, I can't. I don't have a green thumb. I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how are like all not being of able these to program things your dying when yeah. all you have to do is water it? It's like are our are our terrible emotions killing these things easier than <laughs> But that's not true. You don't just have to water it. No, I tried to grow soil. a tomato for a reality show, and it was really hard. And it wasn't just watering it. There was like it was like you got to grow it in this thing, and then you got to transfer it to this. Yeah, thing, and then I you think there's grow like it a tomato thing. growing reality show. It was for one hundred and one. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, it was pretty good. What was it called? Jesus Christ, my cat just scared me. Gar- gardening, garden wars, wars gardening wars. Garden wars. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's awesome. But anyway, I like. Li- I don't. I don't know, man. Like, if they're gonna be that way, if it's that hard to perpetuate them, if you're like, I want to be a proponent of tomatoes and grow a new tomato being, and they're like, no, but you think too negatively, then it's like, well, okay, fuck you. <laughs> And like, fuck you, because I poured hot water down the sink and that really upset you. Yeah. Like, uh, now I want to kill you. <laughs> now the now plan, you're like a kid on a college campus just but complaining the about hates you because you turn the hot water on too much and you kill you're bacteria a in your drain. Right, exactly. That's like, the guy. That's the guy that did it. I think it's, you know, it's more just about like, uh, it's more about like being aware that like to be alive, we have to kill things. That's just the nature of being alive. Well, but maybe it, you okay. have to kill something. Like here, here's my here's my YA novel about it. Like we left Mars because we're like this savage sort of like race or whatever. We came to this pristine garden planet where on Mars all we had was each other to eat. We came to this garden planet and we're like fucking celery, <laughs> <laughs> and 
and then we sort of evolved through the nutrients that the earth gave us into this sort of like conflicted like kind of gayer f- for lack of a better term again <laughs> joyous you mean <laughs> uh, uh god what can i say uh cucky more cucky yeah cucky yeah more, <laughs> more Me- cucky, mega uh, uh species and uh and now now here we are having these moral quandaries when all we were doing in the first place was dominating this pussy planet <laughs> like what you should be able to that's my ya novel this that's is good, a safe good. room this is a writer's room yeah. i can say whatever i want i can use no whatever terminology answers. i want like don't you think it's you should be able to eat your friends that died yeah like that is there are diseases that, that are uh, cannibalism recite. related that you could get so you gotta be careful about that from what i've read if you eat someone, you can get like a, some like weird specific disease that you get from like eating. Oh, like right. the, the equivalent of mad cow disease. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I and I get you that. be careful about that. I mean, I don't want to eat my friends. I'm just saying though. No, but like, I think you should. Like you should. Yeah. If you're and, on a raft or something, they'd. I'd, you know, I'd want you to eat me if I was if you if kept you alive longer and I died naturally. You didn't kill me to eat me. Here's yeah. my thing about eating a person. <laughs> like, okay, I'm on a life raft. Life raft. And and everyone's dead but me, or just one person dies. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I don't know what part to eat. I have no idea. How do you cook it? You don't. You can't. That's the thing. Is that like it's raw? Whatever you eat. Has well, okay. Let's take me out of the lifeboat. Put me on a mountain, and I've got fire. Okay. Okay. I still don't know like what part to eat. I would just copy the chicken model. <laughs> that like the best the best white meat is the breast. You would go breast first? So I'll eat your pecs. I feel like my legs would probably be the meatiest. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, definitely. Oh, that's fat. Like, Leg would be great, but I don't, don't like do dark like, meat as much. You don't do abdomen or anything? That's I, what I don't get. I mean, is it I like mean, arms and legs, really? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a, it, Actually, what you're eating is just the muscle because, like, you don't want to eat intestines. You don't want to well, eat. Well, sure. I would no. know to avoid, like, stomach. Well, the liver you could eat, right? You could eat the liver, probably the heart. Oh God! And, and and like that's that's it, right? You're but not gonna eat. What about the I feel fat? like I'd be comfortable with arms and legs. I, I laugh yeah. thinking right. about eating somebody's lungs. <laughs> I don't even know. Salt even put be able salt to. Aren't they them? just bags? Especially if they were a smoker and they're like, there's like this weird black pus oh, coming yeah. out of it. No, <laughs> this is taking an even darker turn. There's so many things I wouldn't eat. I so know. I guess you're right. Yeah, I would just cut off the arms and legs. I like that's like easy. And that's enough. You don't need to mess with the middle. Yeah, don't mess with the middle. But arms and mu- legs. Muscle is what you want. Cut the hands off, cut the feet off, <laughs> and just eat the arms and the legs. That's it. Wait, but answer me. You just want muscle? I, as fat. far as you I know. Fat. You want fat. Wait, do you want fat? Like, when you're eating a cow, this is how ignorant I am about this. When you're eating a cow, what are you eating? Is it muscle? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's muscle. It but, you, but if you're in a survival the circumstance, The fat is the flavor. Fat. But if you're trying to survive, you want to eat the fat. Yeah. Because the fat will last the longest in your right, body. Right, but it's so chewy. <laughs> Grosses know, me out. I know. I mean, yeah, I know. I, I, I can't, yeah. Hamburgers used to be better because they had higher fat content. Yeah, the flavor, yeah. I say bring them back. Let me decide how much fat I want. The Wendy's double fat burger. <laughs> it's going to go over pretty well. I just call it the flavor. Say they add bacon and shit like that. That's what they add the fat. They add it in other yeah, stuff. They don't yeah, put it in the yeah. meat. They're just like we're gonna throw four I'm, slabs of bacon on there. I'm not a big bacon head like all these people. I'm, 
I haven't eaten bacon. I haven't eaten bacon in or any pig meat since I saw Okja. Oh well, that was pretty recent. But it was like eight months, like eight or nine months. I like my we were so Okja, like the Netflix. Yeah, but movie. I could not eat bacon for eight months on accident. No, Whoa. but it's like yeah. it's around everywhere. Pig meat, well, not it's just bacon. Weird. Pig meat. It's weird because for me, every day I go to work, there's a giant tray of bacon. Right? It smells one, great. One side is regular. One side is sweet and peppery oh god and and like i i gave that up i don't eat out of that anymore yeah because of what the health i saw i saw what, um, carcinogens there's a documentary what the health on netflix no but what's the is it because of carcinogens or? it's no it's mostly because of the the pig industry like it's so yeah. gross and dirty that like you're oh i think every mass-produced thing is bad I mean, it's like, yeah, but yeah, if, but if you're not buying it from the store and it's like just there, you have to assume the worst. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I'm getting. Right, yeah. For sure. For so sure. we like went to go before we saw Okja. I was like, let's go eat somewhere by the theater. So we went to like a fucking barbecue place. You had pig so before like, you saw Okja? I'm like so full of barbecue. I'm like, I've got the fucking meat sweats in the theater and I'm watching Okja <laughs> and I'm just like, God, I'm a goddamn monster. I'm like, I'm not, I didn't eat meat for a month. And then my wife gave me shit. So I was like, finally chicken. Uh, but I was just like, I'm not going to eat pig. And is so, your wife like, like a bro or something? Why does she Yeah, care she's like way meat? more of a... She's more manly than I am. She just... <laughs> is, she, no, is she just insecure about eating meat around people who don't? She's already like been cool enough to like acquiesce to like my insane diet already so like taking away chicken which is like the one thing we like cooked together for dinner right like just made her feel like it was like we were way less connected than she it was the last sort of like tendril of oh, we eat this thing together. And she's like, you're getting too weird. I can't deal with it. So, like, I had to eat, like, chicken again to, like, save my marriage. Not that extreme, but still, like, <laughs> it felt like that sort of, like, level. Like, if you are if you met your wife while you were snowboarding and, like, you've been together for 10 years and you're like, I don't want to snowboard and All anymore, of a sudden you're skiing. You know? Yeah, or whatever, you know. <laughs> you just you want to do something else. But, no, skiing is the correct because you can still cook with her. Then you just don't eat the same thing. Yeah, I guess. It just was a shared whatever. So oh, listen, I, eat I don't chicken now. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I don't the, know why. I, I, I don't know why less, I'm getting into your fucking. I buy the less. I buy the like least cruel looking like chicken, and I feel uh, like 50% better about myself. But and also, that's all it's can about. we just say fuck chickens? Like, chickens are chickens. smart and nice, dude. Look at chickens and birds in general. They're pieces no. of shit. If you've ever hung they're out so with smart. a live chicken, they're so f- chickens are the fucking worst, dude. They're no. pieces of shit. They're nice. Birds suck. Dude, ravens are so fucking smart. Like, ravens somebody, are smart, but we don't eat them. Ravens are so yeah. fucking dumb, though. I don't care how smart they are. <laughs> See, now you're, you're just being speciesist. They're annoying. See, I don't know. Okay, loud. see, here's what's weird, Willie. <laughs> you can't be a proponent of... Plants are smarter than people, and then make fun of crows for <laughs> for crowing. Like, don't eat salad to fuck those crows. <laughs> salad deserves more. They're just loud scavengers. Um, all right. Well, let's kind of like. I mean, this is a yeah. I don't know. Closing thoughts. I really don't know what to take from this. I I had fun talking about it. I'm not saying that we had to have a destination, but uh, I would say. Like, great, now I'm going to feel bad anytime. I grew grass for my cats, and it died almost immediately once they started eating it. And now I'm like, oh, great, because it knew that it was just getting eaten. So, like, hmm. so because it was, like, flourishing. <laughs> and then I gave it to my cats in the morning just for, like, five minutes every morning, and it fucking died. 
So it's like committed suicide. Now, yeah, yeah. yeah now I, I don't even want to do that. But my cats really like it. But if it's only gonna last a couple of days, is it really worth it? Yeah. I mean, it just—it's more about like just being aware of the fact that like everything is smarter than you think it is, and but but you also just have to be aware of the fact that like you have to like any way for any other being to survive you have to take the life force of something else and it's literally impossible not to and that's until we get to that meat bag thing in a lab that you're talking about until they can like grow like nutrients that we can actually live off of because you know there's like nutrient supplements and stuff but you could not get you could not get a week by just surviving on those things right like so uh, well uh, you 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 could because we're so resilient but you're slowly dying you're right. not actually getting the what you need and so will you obviously saw all these documentaries and extra stuff like you know what was your sort of t- uh, will it change the way you my, approach my a salad is, or not or because here's the weird thing too every like to me all the greens are all alive and they're all reacting. They don't have the organs that we have, but they're all reacting in ways that we consider intelligent. And so it makes me go, oh, what well, can we take that a step further? What's feeding the plants? These fa- plants are, are photosynthesizing and they're getting life, their life force from the sun. And is this energy from the sun alive? And I'm like, is everything alive? And, and and my answer without even really looking into it is yes and and life begets life and that the whole point of it is to be thankful and to I mean and not to say what the point is of anything but I'm like everything you eat is intelligent so uh, uh, pr- prayer you don't have to associate that to a religion you should be thankful and let make it it doesn't have to be vocal your thoughts your thoughts are on on the the communication plane. So be thankful every time you eat food that you're getting nourishment from it. And, and I guarantee you that it is going to give you more nourishment that for the fact that you're thankful of it. It's like our, our, our minds, our thoughts are so powerful that, that you are going to be healthier from being thankful, from getting nourishment from whatever the fuck you're eating. I'll do whatever Tom Brady does. Humans are, are, we're so resilient that we can eat sh- shit and survive for way too long. I'm just going to start praying to uh, my drink at the bar that it's <laughs> that it's a one, one higher shelf. I'm going to say, uh, I, uh, dear God, thank you for bringing me this liquor. I wish it was one higher shelf. <laughs> or would that be the right way to do it? Or would I say, thank you for bringing me the second shelf vodka. It's a second shelf vodka. It was two dollars more. Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, d- do what Willie says and pray so that you can get more nutrients because you're definitely gonna notice that. <laughs> I solved it, and you guys ignored me. An apple falls from the tree. That's fair game, man. Eat it up. It's but it's dead. still alive. I don't think so. <laughs> when it disconnects, it's still alive. I don't think that. Yeah, of course. Let's put a fucking EKG on a on a apple and see if it's still. I'm alive. sure they did. I think that that is the compromise. That the tree is going. Hey, listen! Don't cut me down. Take this. Take this and fuck off. It's like distracting you. Just like no, leave me alone. You're yeah, an apple. Because then the the whole macro 
like tree structure that like synapse root system is still working. But we've gotten to a point where we can be like, oh, uh, this this tomato that fell off the the vine, like we can take all the the juice out of it, uh, freeze dry it, and then eat it two years later, and it's the same thing. I'm like, no, it's not the same thing. Yeah, normally it would just go and rot in the ground. I mean, that's what the tree would do. It's just like basically a circle of life where it's just like it'll rot in the ground and the tree takes those nutrients. And then the fact that like yeah, but plants no, and trees. Yeah, but that's also not true because like humans weren't the only ones. Like a deer could have walked by true. and been yeah. like fucking awesome. An that's apple. the whole point. I'm going to eat that shit. Yeah. And it's like that's how the seeds get like put around everywhere. Right. So. Then it shits out somewhere else and then and then there's a new apple tree. I just at the end of the day, I just love getting like an understanding like for me all this like stuff is it's just cool to kind of explore concepts that you weren't aware of and like have a better appreciation of all the things around you and even if it's as dumb as like being thankful you're eating a salad you know at least you're like hey this something made a sacrifice for me to continue my day so like i should make sure my that i like live life the best that i can because you know and we don't treat we don't treat meals as like a survival thing like oh this meals keep me alive because we're so used to surviving (laughs) yeah that's like default like yeah i'm just gonna eat whatever (laughs) right but we also don't want to be like plants who scream every time you pour hot water down the drain i mean like you know weak like choose your battles yeah yeah like when it comes to like we can't figure out a president that we like (laughs) are we really gonna pray over every meal and that's going to solve all of our problems I know. I just, uh, you're going to save the spider in your house you know what the city is infested with spiders kill them all Ooh, mm. i don't know i about don't kill that. spiders there's <laughs> too many i hate no. spiders but if I, if if the Ooh, opportunity is afforded for me to put it outside i will because i fucking i hate the feeling you of killing bu- a spider that and you hate bugs worse probably right Oh, I hate spiders the most, for sure. Because they eat, like, other bugs. They eat, like, mosquitoes and stuff. No, I don't care about that. If they're in here, they got to get out. And if they can't get out, I'm killing them. But I hate it. I feel really bad about it. But I I take the minimal steps to get them out. That's good. And if they do one thing that I'm like, nope, then I kill them. Like, I yell, like like a person that is deathly afraid of spiders, but I'll still kill them. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need somebody else to kill the spider for me, but I'll freak out for a while about it. Um, so in closing I guess we're I'm sitting across from two hippies who are like bless your food and fucking be thankful for your food (laughs) and yeah be thankful your food for your food don't I don't know there's just so there's just so many I think this is like such a middle class conversation and I I mean that in a good way like there's just like i don't know <laughs> we're lucky we have food and we can just we the plenty of people are in much worse like circumstances where it's just it's that but it it's is also, more survival but there's also just assholes out there like you gotta watch out for those assholes you know like i'll feel sorry for my cucumber but i'm also like terrified that some asshole is just gonna punch me for no reason yeah because yeah. i watch way too many internet videos where people are just getting punched for no reason and it's like if we're talking about like i, I the yeah. world and like being better like stop punching people because it's fun i know like, like honestly i i maybe it's because i'm afraid of the world but like i use my peripheral vision and I see everything going on around me, and there's no way anybody could get a snucker punch on me, sucker punch on me, like in that way. I would catch it, but I would hope that I would, in return, give them a sucker punch and knock them out. 
<laughs> it would take some quick thinking. I don't know, man. That's fight or flight right there. You got anything to plug? Uh, so you can check out my podcast, Don't Know Squat About, don'tknowsquatabout.com. I talk to all kinds of different people about all kinds of different things, professional wrestling referees, a uh, woman who came from Russia to join the, she joined the Russian circus. That's how she got to America. What's it like living in the Russian circus? Um, what's it like uh, being transsexual? What's it like making neon tubes? Like everything. So if you want to hear me talk about more stuff and learn some shit, don't know squat about Check it out. Nice. All right. Well, thanks for being here. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys. Do you have a saying. Twitter or anything that you want? Justin to Superstar. Uh, JustinSuperstar.com. My website. Yeah. All right. It's all that. Cool. Well, thanks again. Yeah. And uh, Willie, any kind of closing remarks or plugs? Uh, forget the closing remark. I mean, plants are smart. Look it up. It's it's fun to watch. Uh, plugs. Uh, subscribe to me on YouTube. I just I don't have enough subscribers, and it doesn't matter. But uh, I've got some good videos on there. Robotic Willie Roberts. That's my YouTube. Willie with a Y. Uh huh. Might you, as well. But do you update that at all, or do you just put old shit on there? I'm throwing. I threw a couple new videos up. I don't have the punch two up yet on there, but I'm throwing some. I mean, yeah. I'm 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 planning on making some new shit now that uh, baby's rolling around. I want to start making some some stuff. Okay. Cool. Uh, and then what is our whatever who fucking cares i think you can google all of it all the real life sci-fi stuff thanks for listening everybody um plants are smarter than you so watch out when you go to the jungle because those vines might wrap you up and remember just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you thanks for listening everybody I'm Kyle Ayers. I'm the host of Never Seen It, the podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies and TV shows they've never seen, and then we give them a read in studio. This is a clip I want to play for you guys from an episode where Langston Kerman rewrites Scarface. He's never seen it, but he wrote a script based on what he thinks he knows about it. And here's a clip. Give it a listen. All right. Scarface, the new frontier. Interior. Happening discotheque. Remember when we call clubs discotheques? <laughs> LOL. The 70s were crazy. Night. The crowd bustles with young, hot Mexicans who are supposed to be Cuban and all are dressed in butterfly collared shirts and pants that look like Jinko jeans and pleated khakis had a really weird baby. <laughs> There's sex in the air and Poppy wants a whiff. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Scarface, 22 to 45. <laughs> like he's a television audience demographic. Devilishly handsome. Not even a little bit Italian looking, so get that out of your dumb brain. 
walks through the crowd with the confidence of a man who's going on MTV Cribs with the Ying Yang Twins. <laughs> Does he actually have a scar on his face? Fuck no. Why would he even? Why would you even ask that? That's not important. What's important is that he is not at all a problematic stereotype, <laughs> and that he has come for his cocaine. <laughs> As he approaches the red rope of the VIP, pronounced V-A-P-E in Spanish, (laughs) he spots his dear friend, who is almost certainly going to become his enemy by the end of the film, Smooth Skin. Scarface yells out his signature line. (laughs) Ciao, Bella. It's me, Scarface. Oh, my God. 